0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to bluenile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's bluenile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. Bluenile.com.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6:30. Chad. <laughs>
2: You may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful
0: everybody, Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place for the Edmonton Oilers after an off day yesterday. Return to the ice. Lots happening, lots to get to. Today's edition of Oilers Dam. Brought to you by Digitex. by at least your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office, IT, and supplies. Let's get right to it. The Edmonton Oilers took on the Calgary Flames, the Battle of Alberta, the first time in front of fans... Dating all the way back to the infamous night that we had the line brawl and Mike Smith fighting Cam Talbot down in Calgary at the end of January in 2020. And it was awesome, as undoubtedly you're going to jump in and comment on on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780 Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Don't know if we're going to take any calls today, but uh, we will have lots of guests on today's edition of Oilers Now. Our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. Live entertainment back. Hotel California taking the stage Friday, October 29th. Details at rivercreenresort.com. Excitement bet on it. So it is. The Oilers 2-0 on the season with some minor developments today, which we'll get to. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. So the Oilers knock off. The Calgary Flames, they win 3-2 in a shootout against Vancouver and follow it up with a, an electrifying 5-2 victory behind Connor Conor mcdavid on Saturday. Let's get right into the audio vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family.
1: Well, fans have waited nearly 15,000 hours to watch another Battle of Alberta. Fogle turns, fires, score! On the rebound, Derek Ryan against his former team. McDavid to Yamamoto, quick shot, save Markstrom, and then the rebound tucked back underneath, and that was dangerous because Markstrom was engaged, and now we got a bit of a fight here. Yamamoto and Anderson going at it, and Anderson lands three quick right hands while Yamamoto is tied up with a linesman. Did you see a headbutt there on his part? I don't know, probably, but whatever. It doesn't bother Yammo, I can tell you that much. It bobbled briefly, got it back
0: to pooley over over McDavid, quick shot, score. pooley raced in, he's going to get an assist perfect deflection goes right to Connor McDavid and Edmonton got a Fortuna's bounce kick right to him and McDavid rips one up and over a prone Markstrom now you wonder this game goes here in the next two minutes and 30 seconds of the opening period. A blast by Bouchard and now Zadorov is
1: cross-checking away on Zach Cassian and trying to jackknife him into the Calgary bench. Cuckoo goes over and answers for Cassian. He's trying to get at Zadorov. Get Branson in the mix. Trying to pull Hyman Alapato, And now we've got some guys on the bench. Cassian yapping. That
0: should be an automatic misconduct. You can't touch anybody from the bench. Chuck in the
2: mix as well told you. It was coming. This is how they got to play. Look, they want to be the toughest team in the NHL. So what is the messaging when you see a game with the temperature rising as it did in that first period? You guys go in there, settle in for the intermission. How do you just keep the room calm and and focused on the real objective at hand here?
1: Yeah, I think we can settle down a little bit for sure in the dressing room. we'll talk about that in between periods. Any of this extra stuff just gives them some momentum to get back in the game. So I think we can settle down. Um, I think it was good at first. It kind of got us involved, got our emotions going. Uh, They were kind of taking it to us there in the early parts of the period and uh, the, the emotion got into the game and now I think we can settle in a little bit and play Cross hockey. Cross one timer, score! Two tonight. Belomaki missed, shot redirected, backhander score. Hard rim, Kachuk, one-timer score. Lindholm buries it. Power play goal, Flames, and they're within three to two. Dry settle ahead for pooley has got McDavid, the empty net. McDavid, a backhand tuck, and it's in for a hat-trick. Connor McDavid puts away. An Euler win in the Battle of Alberta. 5-2 Edmonton, and three goals for the Euler captain.
0: Right there you have an excellent compilation there from Brendan Escott. The Edmonton Oilers knock off the Calgary Flames 5-2. to uh, Flames have now lost 12 consecutive season opening games. Edmonton was the quicker team. They were the better team. Calgary did some good things. They got a lot of shots on goal. They shot every opportunity. Mike Smith played very well in between the pipes. Uh, the Oilers basically played three lines, and that may be changing. And we'll explain that in a second. Uh, no questions from physicality. Was it a headbutt from Rasmus Anderson? Uh, well, they elected not to uh, say it was. He was ultimately fined $5,000. Um, the others, yes, a Paul Yarby, another strong performance. Obviously, Connor McDavid gets the hat trick. Connor McDavid's got 26 goals in 31 career games against Calgary, including 15 in his last 15 games. The Oilers have started the year 2-0. Very quickly, Brendan Escott back in the 630 Gen Studios. Any keynotes for you that you picked up on?
2: Just how much livelier the, the the fans made the environment on the ice. I think that the players were really feeding off of it. I got that sense in the post-game media avail too that, you know, the true sense and the true essence of the Battle of Alberta, it's it's reignited and I don't think that there was any better example than that. And and after such a long layoff without that energy.
0: There was some outright comedy in the post-game availability. We might get to that a little bit coming out of the first break here uh, with Leon Dreisait and, yes, a Poliarvi like, just some really funny stuff going on back and forth. The Oilers have it. Leon Dreisettle said before the season started, look, we know we have a good team, but we got to deliver. And, uh, you know, the team finished 12th and 11th the last two years. I think everybody in oil country wants to see the Oilers take the next step. Uh, two big differences for me, big differences, in their top six. I mean, Zach Hyman's a game changer. Frankly, he's quicker than I thought. Uh But he's a really effective player that plays in every situation. And then, yes, Apoli-Arvey, it has been just an immense transformation of a guy who appeared disconnected at times from his team, and we weren't sure what type of player he was, to now almost becoming like a cult-like hero in him. he's an immensely popular player with the fans. There's no question about that. And the Edmonton Oilers have started the year uh, to... And oh, We will get to the Oilers game day lineup uh, report when we come back out of this break as well. As, uh NHL uh, today for elite promotional marketing, but uh, we'll go to commercial, and when we come back, we'll play a snippet of uh, Leon Dreisaitl having a little bit of fun uh, with yesa uh, Pogliarvi following Saturday night's game. You're listening to Oilers now, and it's 12.15 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chat. We asked
1: you a few days ago how many... I, it, I, I knew it was coming. That question had to come in. Eh? If you watch the replay, though, it was a little fluffy. It came off nice, but it was fluffing. So you're, you don't think he picked that? That little lucky? No, no. Well, I mean, no, it's a nice shot. I'll give him that. Very nice shot. Good for him.
0: Uh, Yes, that's our Oilers Now audio vault. Leon Dreisettle talking about uh, Connor McDavid's one-timer. Connor said after the game, it's the first time he's done that. uh, Jack and myself discussed it. I remember when the Oilers won the lottery. Uh, The next morning, Chris Knobloch, now the head coach for uh, New York Rangers farm team in Hartford, uh, contacted me and said, Bob, you are going to see Connor do things. You've won the lottery. Obviously, you're taking McDavid. You're going to see Connor do things five or six or seven years into his career. that You're going to say, I've never seen that before. And that's because he never stops working at his craft. So there you go. That wasn't the only bit of humor, uh, Brendan, that was, Leon, Leon
2: was uh, quite animated the other night. Yeah, you can tell he's getting a little bit more comfortable with us. And he was up there sitting half a foot away from Yassapoy and was asked to basically assess uh, his teammate's game. He had this to say.
0: No,
1: I mean, he's getting he's getting better every day. Um, like I said a few days ago, um, he's started to play against big bodies, skates like the wind, shoots the puck well, and his confidence is, is coming more and more. So uh, it's, it's fun to be a part of. Thank fun to play with him uh, any time, buddy. Okay.
0: There you go. That's kind of funny. All right. Tell me what you think. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Uh, let's get to our game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX. Excellence, find your dream home, list your old home, sold today, Edmonton.c. The Oilers take on the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow. Here is what Edmonton rolled with in practice today. Uh, because there's been a slight change and a change that may balance out some minutes. Dry Settle with McDavid and Poly They'll continue together. Hyman with RH and Yamamoto. Fogel with Derek Ryan, who scored on Saturday night, and Zach Cassian. Brendan Perlini with Devin Shore and Kyle Turris. And then uh, Tyler Benson, Ryan McLeod, and Colton Sevier were the fifth line. Uh, seven defensemen at practice today. Nurse with Barry. Keith with CeCe. Uh, Cuckoo slash Russell with Evan Bouchard, Smith and Koskinen. And Smith appeared to be in the starter's net. Now, Shore is currently on IR. If he has, uh, if he's able to go, and it certainly looked today like he's going to be ready to go, Edmonton's going to have to make a move with a forward. And the most logical step would be to send Ryan McLeod, who does not need to clear waivers, back to the American Hockey League, where he had 14 goals, 28 points and 28 games last year, won 23. Otherwise, they're going to have to put Sevier or Benson on waivers. Now, the Oilers were busy today, and we're going to get right to it. I'm going to steal a little bit of your thunder here with NHL today. William Laguson has now been cleared to. He was practicing last week. He's been activated off of IR. He'd previously already cleared waivers, and he has been loaned to Bakersfield of the American Hockey League. Of note, Kirill Maximoff. A fourth-round draft choice a few years ago of the Edmonton Oilers has been placed on unconditional waivers. So Maximov did not play in either of the two games that the Bakersfield Condors won on the weekend. And unconditional waivers, to me, would likely suggest that he refused assignment uh, down to the ECHL. And his agent has said, "Hey, I can get him a spot back in Europe and Russia." And so that's it. So Maximov is going to, when unconditional waivers takes place, usually there's an agreement in place between the agency and the player uh, and the and, and the team. So that's going to get Edmonton back down to 43 contracts. Goaltender Olivier Rodrigue has been reassigned to the Wichita Thunder of the ECHL as to his uh, St. Albert product, Mateo Gennaro. He has been loaned to Wichita. He had a very successful year last year in the CHL. So those are some notes um, from uh, the Oilers organization today. And again, we'll continue to monitor. So we've, we've talked a little bit about the setup, uh, what we've got going on today. John Shannon, our NHL insider, will join us today at 1235. At 105, a really interesting story. Guy that worked for Hockey Canada for a long time. Um, very close to Tyson Berry, uh, handles Tyson Berry for CAA Sports, I think the second largest, or they might be the largest agency right now based on book uh, for the agency business, Bain Pettinger. And he's got a real interesting uh, human interest story to tell as well. And Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft will join us at 135. So that's what we got coming up as we go into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Escott Escott's going to have the, about the next 90 seconds of the show here. Lots going on over the course of the weekend.
2: Yeah, an original six matchup uh, tonight in Toronto. The Leafs hosting the New York Rangers, and then later it's Anaheim visiting Calgary. Rasmus Anderson, as you mentioned, fined $5,000 for roughing, as they uh, called it, on Kyler Yamamoto on Saturday. Radic Faxa received that same punishment for slashing Tim Stutzel over the weekend. Helia Kovalchuk is the GM of the Russian Olympic Committee for Beijing 2020. 2022. Bakersfield Condors, you said it, Bob, 2 0 on the weekend after beating Abbotsford 5 3 Saturday. San Jose 1 0 yesterday. This Friday, they are on the road against the Ontario Rain. The Oil Kings had no problem with Lethbridge on Friday night, winning 4 0. Luke Prokop, I believe, had two goals in his debut. Yeah, yes. Uh, but they fell to Red Deer in the matinee yesterday. 2 uh, 1 final there. And the Brandon Wheat Kings will be in town this Friday. The homestand continuing for them. They also Acquired Graydon Gottas from uh, Prince Albert for Ross Stanley. He's currently playing with the uh, Camrose Kodiaks. Also, Jake Neighbors made his NHL debut for uh, St. Louis on Saturday night. Played nine minutes against Colorado, put up three hits. And the University of Alberta Golden Bears, they lost to Mount Royal on Friday but bounced back with a 7-2 win Saturday. They will get the uh, Regina Cougars for two at the Claire Drake this weekend.
0: All right. Well, uh, yeah, Golden Bears split. Uh, They got a lot of injuries up front and down several of their five forwards from their September training camp. A couple guys went pro. Uh, No Phillip has left the program for personal reasons. Um, And then Grayson Palachuk, their leading scorer a couple years ago uh, when they last played, is out with an injury. I was at the Oil Kings yesterday against Red Deer. Joel Sexsmith came back from uh, an upper body injury, got in a fight, had a tilt. That's John's son. Uh, The Oil Kings, frankly, Looked like they lacked a little bit of zip. I mean, it was Red Deer that was playing their third game in, what, basically 50 hours or so, and they were simply better. All right, to the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 A lot of you have chimed in. Let's get to it. Here we go. Bob, after Saturday's game, don't you think Curtis Gabriel could be used going forward in games uh, with the top nine being as good as it is? I don't see the fourth line playing much. It would uh, be nice to have Gabriel in for the Oilers. Look, uh, I would have contemplated, if it was me managing the team, I would have contemplated uh, claiming Gabriel when the Leafs put him on waivers. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that he wasn't claimed by some team out there because I've heard that there are teams, like the Rangers, as an example, have added some muscle to the lineup. They uh, they brought in Reeves and and, um, and And it makes me wonder a bit, Like that, Gabriel did clear, frankly. So I don't have all the investigative knowledge of reputation. You know, is he a a guy that takes a lot of attention for a fourth-line guy? I don't know. But um, there were moments, and I I said it during the broadcast, we're at a stage now where you just, there is a player I'd like to get, and Edmonton's going to play him in the next two games. So there's a player, he's not a fighter, he's a bigger body that can kill penalties and play a fourth-line role. Lawson Krause, I would have time for Lawson Krause. Um, in Arizona, I, I'm not sure. I mean, they're 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 like at six or seven players. Um, Brad says, Bob, why don't you tell us how well 25 and 22 played Saturday night? Even your Corsi numbers had them at minus 27. Really? Okay. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Brendan, there was a complaint that we didn't include the, yes, the Pogliarvi
2: 4-2 goal in the highlight package. You know what? I saw that, so I've got it dialed up. We'll come back with it uh, from break. You were able to pull it? All right. Uh, Polyarvi is at his best
0: playing like a bull bison, and he may be – uh, better suited on the second lines uh, as he's good enough for everything to go through him and be a driver with 18 and 93 playing off of him. But when he's in the uh, top line, Jesse defers too much. Let Yamamoto be the guy that compliments 29 and 97. Wow, there was uh, lots of conversations wherever I go about the deployment of the orders personnel. It's a good thing. Bob, as long as a player punches somebody before they headbutt, then you're golden. Fyi, Anderson six foot one, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Yamamoto five foot eight, one hundred and fifty six. Anderson needs a tuning in. Nobody will do it though. The NHL is still useless. Uh, there we go. So, I know fans were not. It, fans were frustrated. It was. It was. I, I. was surprised, to be honest with you, that Anderson got the four minutes and the pullier, or that uh, Yamamoto didn't get a minor. That usually they find a way to even that up, for what it's worth. But what do I know? Uh, Bob. Last week, Ken Holland said he doesn't like playing with people's lives. McLeod probably goes down regarding the move involving Devin Shore. Uh, The Oilers' fourth line is going to play more with Shore, Perlini, and Turris. They played well together in the preseason. It's this simple. Dave Tippett has more confidence in Devin Shore than he does in Ryan McLeod. Ryan McLeod has not done much. I mean, it was impossible to ignore what Shore – Ryan Ryan McLeod's still a good prospect, but Devin Shore has taken another step forward. Last year he came in on the PTO, and he's earned a spot. I think the Oilers uh, probably will end up keeping Benson – and Colton Sevier here and letting McLeod get some more time down in the minors and they could use them because they're, they played on the, the two games they won this weekend, Bakersfield. They only had three NHL contracted forwards actually in the lineup and Maximov today, uh, officially going on unconditional waivers, uh, Tim Soderlund, who they acquired had to take a contract back in the Duncan key trade with Chicago. He, um, uh, did not play as well. Bob, uh, Dylan Larkin gets a game and Anderson gets nada. Great work, George Peros. That one comes to us from IMAC. Just regarding Rasmus Anderson, he did pick, and he started it. He picked the fight with uh, Darnell Nurse back at the 2015 Penticton tournament. Did not end up going very well for Rasmus Anderson. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers Now, John Shannon, our NHL insider. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
1: Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine Podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective.